It's a new day. Yes, it is. Live from a Zoom call emanating from Atlanta, Georgia, Lando Lakes, Florida, and Austin, Texas. It's the new day. Feel the power. Take it away. He on the street. He on the street. Is that three streak? He on a, I don't know. Three or four. He on a streak right now. He on a streak. Man. God bless him. God bless him. That's Dan right there. I don't enjoy this as much as the previous gimmick. It was more inventive. I had something to look forward to. What what bizarre <laughs> town or place uh, would Dan say that you hailed from today? That was something to look forward to. I feel like now he's just mailing it in. If I'm being honest, it feels like he's mailing it in. And he could be more creative here. Um, what, so. what, what's lazier, mailing it in or phoning it in? Which one's lazier? Ooh. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say phoning it in. Everyone, yeah. My phone is on me at all times. But I have to walk to the to the mailbox oh, to yeah. mail something in. Right, there's a process. <laughs> even, even having to like put the uh, the addresses on that's a pain in the ass, man. I feel like I hate writing now, like physically writing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so, for those of you can't see because it's on you. Know, I'm just shaking I'm, his I'm hand shaking my wrist, and I'm just, like I'm like I'm holding a pencil, but I'm just shaking my wrist. You know. That's, that's, I, that's, that's how I write. That's kind of what your handwriting looks like. That's to what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> you mean you're not supposed to shake your wrist like... Because he's been writing from his shoulder for his whole life. <laughs> it doesn't look like when you guys write it. <laughs> Little did he know. All right, for those of you who don't know who we are, I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. And I am Kofi Kingston. I am Biggie. I'm currently in my body, but you know what to do once my body uh, is no longer mine, right? We already talked about that ad nauseum, so I won't go, go back into it. Um, you know, give, give me my last name to all that jazz, uh, walk around my dead body. I got to think of some some other things. Do you? I realized when I got on uh, the podcast today, when I got on the Zoom call, I realized my mind is completely blank. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't be more empty. I was kind of thinking, because I had nothing to do. I'm taking a week off from lifting. I'm about, I'm, I'm near the end of my week off. Um, but I realized, I think maybe it's just because my mind hasn't had to be fertile at all. Like I've had no human interaction for <laughs> four, four or five days. Legit? I, haven't see, I haven't seen another human and I think about four days. Oh, Are you so I, yeah, so I, yeah, I think my mind is just in, it's kind of in, uh, <laughs> An autopilot a little bit. I feel like I've just, whatever, what's the mode when you turn your phone down where it's just kind of barely on? Like, like low battery mode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, kind wow. of the mode I'm at right now. Mode. I feel like that it reminds me of, uh, do you guys ever watch, uh, what is it, Naked and Afraid? I have not, but I'm familiar Seeing with it. You know, yeah. so, so if you don't know what it is, they get people and they see if they can like live in the wilderness, like naked for like 20 days or whatever it is. But they do Naked and Afraid XL where it's like a bunch of people, but they all start in different places. And so they might be walking around for a few days with nobody and they might have found like a water source, maybe some like caught something to get food. And then they'll see a person in the distance and they get so excited because there's another human. And they're just, hey, 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 hey. And then the other human hears them like, <laughs> it's like dogs barking back and forth and they run up to each other. It's like, oh man, I met two other people. Come hang out with us. And they like build a little village to kind of take care of each other. And it's, I feel like it's got to be like that when you see people again. You're just going to be so excited. Probably pretty close to that. When you said naked and afraid to excel, at first, I think it's just very large people. Only large people, only seven footers. <laughs> What's the requirements? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got to be seven be, feet tall, three feet. Sorry, you're seven thing. feet, but you're only 165. Uh, you're not going to make it. <laughs> right. Right. You're more right. of a height and Na- weight requirement. Naked and afraid X. X. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm into it. I'm into it. So yeah. But actually, I think I lied because I did see my neighbor. I went to get the mail and I saw my neighbor from across uh, the way and said hello. So I knew it. But I, I but I haven't had it. That, you know, I guess it kind of counts. But beyond that, does. that was Never very mind. brief. Okay, but what about I your uh, like sushi spot and stuff? You have your ritual and everything, right? I loaded up on my food uh, beforehand. Wow. So yeah, I'm. I just bought a bunch of eggs. Been going through those, and uh, I also. Go to catering when we we're there for TV. I load up a little yeah. bit too. Oh, you know I mean? oh okay. Chicken crustables too. Look at you! <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. The tradition has been passed on. Yeah, I don't. I don't load up. I don't like back uh, my car up and uh, take cases <laughs> of food. I just take. I just take a few. They have some tuna, and you know, I'll take a few few days worth, so I don't have to leave. So that that's wow. my life. Very what dull. Is it, what is it called when people are uh, like apocalypse shopping? What was that called when they're like doomsday preppers? Doomsday. Yeah, is that what you've oh, been doing? Yeah, are, you, yeah. are you? Is it, are you training for to be a doomsday prepper? No, I'm already out of food. I don't. I didn't have food <laughs> for like. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I gave myself enough for about four days. That's about it. It wasn't for for several months or anything. But that's not a bad idea. It's a good you know drive. Yeah, 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 yeah you got you got to work up to it. I would assume. I feel like you can't just go from living regular life to immediately being a doomsday prepper. You got to do what you just did, and you know, right. let me get enough food for four days, okay? Let me get yeah. enough food for for a week, and then you kind of just keep moving up. And now I got food for thirty years. But I've already expressed my disinterest in surviving a doomsday. I've already told you this many times. <laughs> That's fair, yes. Like I'm not trying to. Like when I watched The Walking Dead, I think, man, y'all would get two episodes out of me tops. When I realize when I realize how long of a process this is going to be, surely it can't be worth it. What are we really fighting for? You know, <laughs> to to do what? <laughs> to live in squalor for the next several years? Just let me go, bro. It's okay. Just let me leave, man. Come on, man. What like are we? This. But for real, what are you fighting for when there's nothing around? The world is desolate. There are zombies. This, but, you're not gonna have a comfortable living. You're not gonna be able to binge watch TV anymore. Once that's because just because living's not comfortable doesn't mean it's not worth living. Yeah, for me it ain't. I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> that's that, that's, that's it. You know, if E can't be comfortable, he's finished. If but you're not even gonna try to like go to an, another town and see if someone else might have some power or like, yeah, I mean, try. Yeah, that's, that's the hope. That's the aspect of hope, right? And, like, and talking about being uncomfortable, didn't you ride? Didn't wasn't your car seat broken for like yeah. nine years before you? And your reasoning was that you wanted to to suffer so that you could feel better in the good times, so the good times feel even better. Because there were good times to have in the doomsday. <laughs> there are no good times. And I, you're talking about being mildly uncomfortable a little bit while I drive and I go on about my day. We're talking about the end of the world. Who wants to survive that? It's always the end of the world when you but, think about it. Yeah, I mean... No, it isn't. No? You're just gonna give up after it. So I assume yeah. like sometimes two episodes will be like one day in the in the series. So you just go one after one day, you just go, hey, you just go call it quits. I mean it's a feel thing. There's, there's no hope. It's a feel <laughs> thing. I'm not giving you, I'm not giving you a hard <laughs> and fast date. Like, hey, I only have 48 hours. I'm just saying when I realize, hey, we can't go anywhere, it's hot, I don't have deodorant anymore. Yeah. You know, when, when the pleasures of life are all gone and exhausted, and all we're doing <laughs> is trying to, to fight just to have enough food to wake up in the morning and do this all over again, check me out. Sign, take my take my card, I'm punching out, y'all can yeah. have it. So you didn't have this the world done. right now that I have the conditions that you just described. Yes. No deodorant? That's, yes. a, that's, that's what you that's said. You just, you just said deodorant? <laughs> That, that that's your that's your bar. I'm talking about the end of the world. If you, if you run out of deodorant, 
then that's the end of the world. I was listing one of many things that I would have an issue with. Well, I feel like there's a list of way more important things you could have used as examples. That's what came to mind, all right? (laughs) Probably because my underarm's a little spicy for some reason. (laughs) I haven't had to shower in several days, so. You said I had to shower because, so you only shower because, you know, you're going to be around other people? I haven't had to. Uh, Rob McIntyre stopped by for a little bit. Uh, Kind of, not unannounced, but I didn't have enough time. Well, I did have enough time, but I just didn't have a plan (laughs) for that day. I did not plan to take a shower, so I wasn't going to be swayed (laughs) from that plan. But then I realized, man, I kind of smell so unpleasant that maybe it's just worth taking a shower for my own sanity. But that's when you got to push through. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? You got to push through. Yeah. What? I'm not going to have any intimate uh, contact. I'm going to go to the gym again, I think, on Thursday. So I'll make sure to be showered before then. But until then, we're recording this on a Tuesday. I got another, you know, 30-something hours of uh, being Dude, right. So I'm wow. confused because you just explained how when there's a lack of deodorant, you're ready to leave this mortal plane. But you're currently sitting with stank armpits on purpose. I still use deodorant, sir. So you're just so, masking, yeah. you're just covering the, the filth. Yeah. The who, there's no one else here to smell it. So what do I care? <laughs> but at the end of the world, there won't be anybody else there to smell it either. But I'm saying I have the choice. I can end this whenever I want. I have the choice to be to be clean, to put deodorant on, to, to go about and meet people if I wanted to. I have that choice. In the end of in this end of the world scenario, I have no more choices. It's over. It's over, man. So what are we doing here? What pleasures of life are there to have anymore? Oh, name some. Name some pleasures. So in an end of the world interaction. Yeah, you're looking for humans. I mean, who, humans who are trying to kill you. You don't blame you. You just watch your Let's say it's a Walking Dead type scenario, mm-hmm. right? and you're always on guard. That's not mm-hmm. pleasant. Who wants to do that? I mean, okay. so what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll make a zombie movie where there are pleasures of life to be had, so you can have another example because there's always always a possibility. Like we can have zombies and you can still have deodorant. Like what pleasures of life beyond deodorant? What, what is there to live need? for? What else do you need? What else is there? You tell me. To live, to experience things. Experience To life. experience constant fact, fear. The, over, the overcoming. This is yeah. what life is. I mean, you it's more extreme. Push through. Push through. You gotta push through. This is like life said. is all about, you know, overcoming extremes and things that might you might not enjoy. This is what we live in anyway. So I mean, yeah, it's a little bit more extreme with zombies and everything, but it's not. <laughs> you don't know that it's over. You don't know that it's over after one day without deodorant. Like you're fine. Darrow wrote in the chat, tuna poke. First of all, tuna is not the best. A fish to have in a poke bowl because it's not very flavorful. <laughs> so that's not my go-to. Second of all, second of all, you think they're gonna have poke bowls readily available for you during an apocalypse? You no. might have to work for it, but you can yeah. go fishing. The fish don't turn to zombies. You can learn how to fish. Get your own. You, yeah. You, you develop a skill set. Now you've you know you you've uh, you're, you're got a craft and you're honing that craft and now you're actually using that to help you survive and get what you enjoy amidst all the. Na- the 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 tragedy and you know death all around like there's there's ways around this e like you got Walking Dead you think they had time to get poke bowls is what you're trying yeah, to I mean me. I don't think that every again like w- just like everything that happens uh, is not always on film okay so they might have had some poke bowls or they might have had true. the ability to go fishing um, mm-hmm. you know but we just you know it's it's, a, it's an hour long show we can't show all that right. They might have they might have had like a raw fish or fish that they roasted over an open flame, but you cannot tell me that they took the time to get bowls, 
to get fresh fish, to put brown or white rice, to get all the ingredients of a proper poke bowl. You cannot tell me there was any chance they did that. Why? That's not a why? They could, why, why couldn't they have? They, you don't think that they had rice? Nah. I mean, all the, all, the, all the ingredients are there. You think they had soybeans available for them while they're trying to fend off zombies? So, so yeah, that man. would be that'd be the breaking point if they could make poke bowls, but there's no edamame, then you're still out. <laughs> that yeah, if they can get, if they can get edamame and all the ingredients of a poke bowl, I'll stick around for a little bit until that's, the poke bowl train runs out. I guess you know what? Because to me, that's a marker it's of a successful own. society. That's the marker that you're probably in the first world or a first world caliber society. Is if you, if I can regularly get poke bowls, if I get one poke bowl a day, the world is there's still probably something worth salvaging. But once that's gone God. and that's not a possibility, I think it's it's um it's a e, sign. Like, it's a like a, a you know privilege. That's the privilege. That is seeping into my ears in 2021. That's the worst thing I've ever. Heard. If I can't oh get a poke God. bowl regularly, I'm done with this place. God. I'm done. Also, can I can we bring up the fact that ease mortality is always the subject? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I always. think about mortality all the time. Look, I, one reason I meditate is because I'm trying my best to stay present, but it's it's uh yeah, I think about the end all the time. Sometimes it amuses me. Not not necessarily in a dark way, because you know, we're here to we're we're on a trip, you know, and the trip will be over one day. But God forbid I, I think about the end of this here trip no, you're and the point too. of this trip. I think about I it often. I think the point of the trip is to enjoy it. Enjoy the That's ride. the point? That's the, That's point the whole to, point of life? I, for, to me, I think so. To enjoy it. Have fun. Build relationships that you enjoy and enjoy your time because you don't know how much time you have. So enjoy the little bit that you do. And then for my thought process, I believe in reincarnation. So I feel like you come back as something else based on, you know, your your behavior, your actions in your current life. And you either go down the ladder or, or up it, <laughs> depending <laughs> on how you were. Um, but yeah, I think it's just to be to, to to feel good and do what you can to make other people feel good. That's the that's the point to me. Because if we don't if we don't know the reason, and I don't know if we ever will know the actual reason or if there even is one, then I feel like the best next the next best case scenario is that we all just do our best to enjoy it and help everybody else enjoy it. Because because why not? Because we don't know what's we don't know what's going on. We don't know why we're here. What we're doing? We have no clue. Which I had a discussion earlier, like. When I told you guys uh, we were in the car that one night and I realized that like my body wasn't my body. Like all that we are is our brain. And I'm really claustrophobic. And I started thinking about this in a weird way and I got freaked out because I was like, oh, the only thing that really controls me and my, we're, we're powered by our brain. So we're just powered by little electrical synapses firing off. And it's like that, that idea got me really weird. Like in the back of my head, I know it's weird philosophical dumb stuff, but um, that thought is, is something that kind of led me to the idea of, yeah, just just enjoy it because what's what's the point in doing the opposite or making somebody else feel bad or ruining somebody else's experience that they have with their short amount of time? Like, why encroach on theirs? So, you think you've been here before? Mm, like on on this planet, or existed before? Else? Sure, I think yes. so. Yeah, definitely. As as me as I am now, no. What do, what do you think you were? This is the one of a kind right here, baby. This is one of one right here, bro. What do you uh, think you were? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think, um, and this was like, when I, when I started thinking about this, this was probably like high school when I kind of adopted this, this train of thought. Um, lots of interesting things happened. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the happiest animal that I had like seen at that point was like a sea otter. And like a, like a, not a, I don't, I can't remember the word, not a resort, but like a sea otter. Uh, Aquarium. 
No, it was like a place for sea otters. Sure, sure. Yeah, something that's like where they have a bigger environment where they get to play and run and like it's it's more akin to like the wilderness. Um, but like they hold hands while they sleep and just float on their backs and all they do is play tag, um, say like this, procreate and like float around in the water. It's like that sounds awesome. So I feel like the next level is to go from like human to, to sea otter in like one of those places because <laughs> you're just you're, 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 you're again you're just trying to enjoy it, you know. I, I do Sanctuary love that. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love that analogy too, particularly because we just went to the uh, Austin Aquarium actually three times in the last week. I didn't know we were going to go that many times, but I went with my youngest son, then my oldest son wanted to go, then my youngest son wanted to go again. But the sea otter analogy, uh, they have an exhibit where you can like look, you know, it's all, it's all glass. So you can see the sea otter just doing his thing. And I swear to God, for like 25 minutes, he's just jumping in the water and he's like spinning around and like, coming up and then going back down. Like, what are you doing? Like, just, just having fun. You know what I mean? Just like, there's no point to your, your action right now. You know what I mean? Like besides entertaining yourself and you know me, that's that's how I live. That's how I live. So that that is a great analogy, man. I love it. I wonder, so we assume they're having fun and I'm sure there are people who have done the research and, and can tell like what with brain activity and serotonin levels, I'm sure fun can actually probably be measured, but sure. who's to say what, you know, from my perspective, it looks like it would be fun, but I don't know yeah. through their lens if, if these things are. I went to the zoo with my son and it kind of hit different as an adult, right? Like as a kid, you like, oh my God, you see all these cool animals and watching him see all the lions and tigers and all of that is amazing, right? Like you, I don't know, you wanna see things that you would only read about in books as a kid and you're seeing them like face to face. But looking at a lot of like the, like the lions and tigers and stuff, they were just literally like just pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I know a lot of the animals that they get are like rescue animals from like people who like, have them as pets and, you know, they can't really release them to the wild for whatever reason, but some of them don't look happy. You know what I mean? So now when he, when you said that, I'm just like, oh, the sea otter is having so much fun. And it's like all day you're stuck in this little like area. And maybe he's just like, you know, going crazy, like wanting to be out and wanting to be free. My son had uh, texted me. Um, we got him these like little calling watches so we can like actually call him uh, and then ah, like, which is cool. a big step for us. Cause like technology, <laughs> right. You know, we don't really have the kids do like a whole lot of like technological things, but those ones uh, with the games on them. They don't, these ones do not have any games on okay. them. So it, but it's, it's been like so much better because, um, literally, especially the first week, like every, I don't know, like 10 minutes, Kai would call me, dad, what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm in the car. I'm going to the gym. What are you up to? Oh, I'm just sitting here with Orion and just like wanting to tell me every little detail about what's going on. So that's been, um, that, that's been awesome to see. I thought you were going to yeah. uh, lambaste Kai for calling you all the time. Cause I realized <laughs> no. kid, kids have no call or text etiquette. They don't no, understand zero. call or text etiquette. <laughs> zero. I had, uh, one of, one of my friend's kids were on, I guess, uh, instant messenger has, you can do something through Facebook messenger, where there's like a kid's app. So it's more kid friendly or whatever. So she hooked me up with him and we could chat from now, from time to time. And it's great. But I realized like, oh, kids don't text in the way that adults do yeah. <laughs> for, you know, just random. I just, I'll just get like four straight pictures 
of of him and like a lion uh, filter or something, <laughs> and then I don't know, I don't know what to say to these things, but I realized oh he's just a child, yeah, so yeah. I acclimated to <laughs> such things. I under and we were so there's a the the, the way that the watches work is that um, you have, we have an app and we're like the uh, guardians where we can put. The only numbers that they can call are the numbers that we put onto their phone. So it's just us. And we were like, my wife and I were like, oh, maybe we can put like their uncles on and you know, their aunts and they can call them whenever they want. But then after us having it for the first week, we're like, uh, maybe not such a good idea. Cause there was one point where Kai was like, uh, he's like, daddy, you're going to call me back. And then he would send me messages and there was legit like 15 messages. You're going to call me. And they were all like 10 seconds apart. You're going to call me back. You're going to call me. Daddy, I thought you said you're going to call me back. You're going to call me back. So I had to talk to him. I said, Kai, you're, you're, you're blowing up my phone. You know what that means? <laughs> so I had to and then, you know, he calls like, oh, sorry for, for, for blowing up your phone. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like, you're still learning how to use it. And it's just such a beautiful process to, for me to like, to see this and have him like learn that etiquette. And, you know, I don't, I, we're, we're, we've been on the road so much. There've been so many moments that I've missed that I will take every five second, you know, call with the five second intervals and just call and just talk, you know what I mean? Because we, I haven't had that opportunity to like do that with him. So yeah, I guess going back to like the, uh, the zoo. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's just weird now as an adult, right? Because now I feel like bringing my kids there and my promoting this. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. Anyway, I'm promoting this element of like, it's okay to put an animal from the wild in captivity for the sake of human enjoyment. So he had called me the other day and we had a stick bug that was on our garage door. And he's like, daddy, can you, when you come home, can you buy a, like a, a, a terrarium for lack of a better term? And, you know, so we can put him inside. And I said, well, think about this stick bug wants to be out and he wants to roam and be free and to put him in this little, like what, 12 inch by six inch, box and just have him be in there. And I'm trying to explain that to him. And he's too young to understand it right now. But it's weird for me to like have to, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want, I just don't want to put an animal in captivity. You know what I'm saying? Because as an adult, that's what you think about. Because how would it feel for you if you, you know, someone just picked you up, took you away from your family? You know what I'm saying? Like your whatever environment that you're used to and placed you in a house or placed you in a room and said, you're going to stay here and I'm going to watch you and I'm going to be enjoying it and I'm going to be entertained. I don't really care about you. So on like the deeper level of the zoo, while they're getting this educational experience of seeing these exotic animals, there's the other aspect of like, the more philosophical like uh thought well like is this is this right and then it's like why did i bring my kids here i don't know like am i doing the right thing yeah it's definitely one of the uh qualms of having a a moral compass for sure as you get older because i even think back to uh when you're talking about like being outside seeing stick bugs i think back to oh when we were kids and seeing slugs and being excited like oh let me go get some salt or some salt on the slug no we're taking this uh what, why am I blanking on magnifying glass? Magnifying glass yeah. and finding ants. Or, and I, if I'm a parent and I don't have kids, but I'm just guessing, I would think if I saw my kid doing that, what kind of sociopath am I raising? Oh, oh, what, yeah. kind of, no. what kind of, what kind of kid is that? But it's also, it's just cool as a kid to see how nature works and yeah. seeing like salt can kill a slug. Let me see. So I can see how there's a, uh, things are more cut and dry, it seems, when yeah. you're a kid, but. They're a little bit more complex when you're yeah. an adult. Yeah, I'm I'm very much like in the same like line of thought with you, Kofi, uh, with the zoo stuff. But at the same time, like I do, I know and understand that there are like most likely reasons that it's good for animals to be in the zoo. You know, like you said, like rescued and things like that. Um, but I we did the same thing. Like went for uh, for the kid's birthday, 
And I was just like the whole time, like, uh, I, like, I don't know how to feel about it, but it's, it's because I don't know enough about all of it. Like I need more information on all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's why one of the reasons why when you said, Oh, the otters at the aquarium, I was like, no, 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 no. It was a bigger thing. Like, a, <laughs> cause I know that those places are more attuned to like, you know, making sure that there's like a safe place for, for these animals to roam and have those spaces. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. It's funny, man. I, I find myself, um, you know, we talk about like that moral compass, even when we have bugs in the house, you know, before I had kids, I, I would just, you know, kill the bug and get them out, you know, but I don't want them to see me doing that because in a way, even though the, the life is, is so small, it's still a life, man. So if we have, yeah, it's Austin, we have a lot of scorpions and stuff, right? So we'll have scorpions in the house and it's like, you know, like you flipping out, you know, but I, I'll, I'll take the scorpion and find a way to put it inside a bag and then I'll take the kids and we'll all go and like release it outside in hopes that that like, you know what I mean? Like just fosters that like respect for, for life in general. And, you know, obviously we, you'd hope that it would translate and transfer to uh, like human life in the, in the end. But uh, to me, it's like all, all life, like, you know, um, is, is significant no matter how small it is, you know, even like what we had um, a rental car the other day and there were like some ants in the car and, you know, we try to like, you know, we start like, I'm, I'm ordinarily, I would have smashed the ants, but now I'm trying to like drive on the street and trying to like pinch this little ant and roll down my window and throw the <laughs> ant out the window to, just so that I don't kill this ant. And he, he's probably going to die and get run I was over. I going to say, anyway. he definitely killing the ant. No, like it's, it's, it's a real, um, it's been a real shift in that, in that way, in a lot of ways. And it's weird too, cause they, I'm sorry that I'm rambling about all these things, but um, like my kids really, really, really enjoy fishing. To me, fishing, it can be very cruel, right? Because you, I think of like, and I always, it doesn't make sense, but I try to put it in like a human way. If there was a big hook that came out of the sky that had a PS5 on it, and I go, oh, this is cool. I go to grab it and I get hooked through my face and then I get reeled up and then I'm hanging there. You know what I'm saying? And granted, like we release the fish back and um, it's cool that like they have learned or Kai has to like release the fish back in there, but still there's gotta be some kind of, some kind of pain there right? To get like mm -hmm. hooked through any part of your body. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. So it, it's different in Texas because a lot of people are like hunters and, um, you know, fishermen and all that. But um, yeah, there's definitely like a lot of like moral conflict with all of that when it comes to uh, raising kids, at least with me. I actually just Googled, because uh, I have no idea. Um, do fish feel pain? And Google does suggest that, and neurobiologists have suggested that fish do have nervous systems and they, they can comprehend and respond to pain. So that would make sense that being hooked in the mouth and also not knowing if, if they have any idea. I'm sure there's, there's some recognition that, hey, I'm out of water and mm -hmm. I might die because yeah, of it. They can't breathe. So it's a traumatic experience. And so, like, so if it's, I would assume, I almost said, I assume all fish at least like jump up out of the water, but I, they, there has to be fish that don't, right? Because I always just think of trout for some reason. <laughs> you know, it's like billions of fish. Um, yeah. But the fish that don't, you know, ever jump out of water and they have spent their entire lives underneath. So like the fear of all of a sudden, like you said, being out of it, like, and being out of it for the first time against your will to be like the most terrifying thing. 
Yeah, it's got to be. And who knows, like, how uh, a fish's brain processes all of that, but I'm processing it. I'm like, I don't like that, man. Like, I, you know, uh, it, it's it's crazy, man. I don't know. And and what what also is weird to me is how, like, how normal it is for a lot of people. I didn't grow up fishing. I never wanted to fish. I, I got into fishing because my neighbors brought Kai down to fish, and then he fell in love with fishing. So I had to learn how to fish. And um, we caught our first fish on the same day, you know, which was, I guess, kind of cool with the whole, you know, one one cool aspect of the pandemic. But um, I've had to learn about how to, like, you know, release the fish in a safe way. Because it's not just pulling the hook out. If you get, like, the barb hooks and you just pull it right out, like, you'll do some, like, real damage. And uh, bass in particular, like, they eat anything. So um, you have these, like, little, like, worm-type baits. And uh, we had a fish the other day. A a bass eat the whole bait. So when it got hooked, it was hooked, like, inside. It's called getting gut hooked, right? (laughs) So now they can't get it off. And now I'm trying to get it off. I'm not a fisherman. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like, you know, find the hole where where the hook went in. I can't find it. Eventually, I just have to cut the line and throw the fish back in, right? Because I can't get it out. So, but now that led to me going online and figuring out like, hey, what the hell do I do in this situation? So now I know how to get it out, you know? But why are we doing it in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. We're not going to eat the fish. We're literally just like doing it for sport. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very conflicted about it. And I know like a lot of people do it. And a lot of people are, are fishermen. And... um People survive this way and they they eat their catch. But uh, we are literally just like fishing for fun. Um, You're I don't fun know. with their it, pain. Yeah, ex- you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very just morally conflicting. And I always wonder, like, later in life, is it going to be something where my kids get, like, desensitized to it? Because, oh, well, I used to fish all the time when I was young and this is how you get it off. And I... But the fish are still, the fish are still in pain. So do you, like... Do you go the other way and say like, man, oh my God, I've just grown up. I know how this must feel. I'm not going to do that anymore. Or is it like you're just completely desensitized to it? So I don't know. Weird, weird uh, conflicts, you know? So does any of this play into your dietary choices that have changed over the years? Uh, so I will say the uh, the initial reason that I became vegetarian and almost vegan. I know like the vegans will get upset because, oh, you still eat eggs. You're not vegan. Some vegans are really aggressive with uh, when you try to clarify yourself as a, as a vegan. So I try not to like cl- or classify rather. Um, but yeah. Um, so initially when I became a vegetarian, it was because of like the articles that I read about eating red meat and what it does into your, your, your intestines and how it might sit there. And, you know, it being like carcinogenic, whether those articles were true or not, I don't know but I can't, like, I just physically can't put the stuff in my mouth. And before I was like, I don't really care about the animals. And, you know, that's not really like my concern or whatever. But, um, and I think I mentioned this before, but seeing this uh, uh, Thanksgiving video or or Thanksgiving uh, feature on the news one day where there was literally like, probably like 2000 turkeys. And the reporter is joking about like, oh, these guys are in for a rough day tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like laughing about it. I'm like, bro, these are their lives, man. These are turkeys, man. Like they don't know. They're just living in there. You know, there's a million of them around each other. They don't know what the hell is going on, but they're, every single one of those turkeys will be eaten, you know? So, I, and I know, I don't know, I guess like humans need to eat. And that is the way, like the predator and the prey and all that. I get it. But 
Um, there is an aspect of like, you know, how they have cruelty-free eggs, right? Where uh, the conditions that the chickens live in are, um, you know, cruelty-free. But what I saw on TV and seeing like all those turkeys in the same room, that alone, it, that's cruel, man. Like, so that, you know, when you start really thinking about the way in which um, we treat other living beings for our benefit, it's like, I don't know, it's, um, some people care, some people don't. But for me, it's like, uh, it, it is kind of messed up. We're getting deep today, boys. I know. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking about religion, spirits, animals. Why not? All over the board. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's, um, you, do you see, I didn't, I never watched it, but I saw the ads for it. It was that uh, documentary and they were talking about how uh, back in the day in order to get people to eat red meat and all that stuff, they attach it to power lifters and they had all the power lifters talking about protein, 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 this meat, 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 because it helped all the meat industries. But then it's like, the, it's like the, the meat scandal and look, you can eat plant-based stuff. And the, this person, they eat only plant-based stuff and they're super jacked. These people lied to you. Like, I, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Um, but I feel like it's a lot deeper than just like, oh, eat meat, get big. Like we all know that like there's elements of having to work out and the way that you lift and the reps that you, you know, lift and the sets and, you know, when you decide to lift and your cardio. And then on top of that, like everybody is different. Some people are allergic to certain foods. Some people react better to certain foods than others. There's so much in it, right? Like there's so much involved and then you throw in like personal preference on top of that. Like I, it, I feel like there's obviously a lot of um, like proof because there are bodybuilders who are like vegan bodybuilders um, who, you know, have like bodybuilding type physiques. So that in and of itself should tell you that like there might be another way, right? There, there's not just one way to to get the body that you want or to to live the healthy lifestyle that you want to live. It's kind of like, and then, uh, you know, I think, have you heard about like uh, different blood types, like processed foods? Like, uh, I wish I knew more about it, but there's like a, like blood types. You're supposed to eat for your blood type. Yeah. Yeah. Eat, yeah right. Actually, this was years ago when I was in, still, still in high school, but there was actually a book. Uh, I can't remember the name of the book, but I read about it. And there's, that's, that's one of my issues too with, with diets and supplements is there's always, you, there's always information. And I swear like a year later, you're, you'll hear information that is in the exact, you know, opposite of that. So it's hard to, to know what to believe. But yes, I read a book and supposedly if you have a different blood type, that's why you should know your blood type because you have certain sensitivities, uh, dietary and whatnot. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. This is, I've never in my life heard this and I'm Googling it and looking really? at it. This is, that makes so much sense. Like, of course, the different blood types would have some sort of effect on at least something. We can't all just do, Wow. Never yeah. even thought of that. That yeah, I'm about to do a deep dive, and I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to look incredible, boys. <laughs> Get Beach ready, season. The guns are about Get to be ready. popping. <laughs> you see me at work only eating like <laughs> it's, it's wheat grass with wood shavings. Like, what is that? <laughs> trust me, dude. Trust me. I'm, <laughs> I'm O yeah. negative. I'm O negative, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the, the book I read, I think, was came out in '97. It's called "Eat Eat Right for Your Type" by Dr. Peter J. D. Adamo. Uh, and I don't know. Again, I haven't I haven't even touched this in years. 
I don't know if it's been debunked or if it's been is bunked a word. They bunked that. They bunked that. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have, so we used to play a uh, basketball with a group of us uh, in like a, in, like an intramural league. And at some point in time, cause none of us were ballers. I mean, let's be honest. We've had this discussion, but um, at some point in time, someone will make like uh, the, the worst play of the game. We used to call it the bunk of the game. So we'd have like a little, like, you know, game scouting report that we just the stupid email text and we call it the bunk and the winner of the bunk of the game is anthony for such and such trying to hit a layup he goes right off the whatever but that's how we use the word bunk if that i mean it has nothing to do with what you're talking about <laughs> i thought it was gonna come back to it no. <laughs> come on man i haven't heard bunk in like five years in, in the t- uh, context outside of uh that chat group so <laughs> Had to get it over. Bunk. We can, we can, we can start start using bunk. What's the other one? Because um, overrated. So like Sir? someone just rated. So like are people can people or someone or a thing be rated? We never say that. Okay. Well, everybody's rated uh, if, yeah. in the in the system of in which you're rating things, right? But you don't. We, we don't say that person's rated. We say they're overrated, but we don't say that person's rated. Well, rated isn't the opposite of overrated. It's your overrated is just too much rated. Underrated yeah. is too little rated. And rated is in the middle. So it's still no, a term that rated is, is rated. just that you're yeah. on the spectrum. You are being rated. We are making a declaration about your abilities on the spectrum. But it doesn't you, mean like averagely rated. But what's the word for what was in between those? Pro- properly rated. Properly, that's, the appropriately that's the term rated. I'm going with. No, I don't like that. I should be, it should just be rated. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It if should. you're underrated or overrated, you are still rated. So but that's one word. But then you're so? making it. You're making the middle one two words. No, I feel like it needs to be one word. <laughs> do, you, do you see what I'm saying, though? The logic of it. You get what I mean. I see that it's one word, but beyond yeah. that, I don't understand what you're going through. <laughs> I just wanted a word to define what that middle ground is. A word. We'll make one up. Rated. Claim it. Rated. Okay. That's not. That can't be it. That's not. Why not? Rated because it's already taken. That's. Fruit. It already means something else. Words mean multiple things. <laughs> So continue, continue. No, I was just, I was just debunking your nonsense on rated. Okay, so what's the opposite of debunking? Bunk. Let's go <laughs> <See>? with bunk. <laughs> Proving. Bunk already means what Kofi said. How can it mean something else? No, that's that's uh, schoolyard slang. It's childish. Yeah. What does bunk well, mean? Well, uh, means? Bunk has to mean something. <laughs> it just refers to the bed, I think. A narrow shelf-like bed, typically one of two or more arranged one on top of the other. That's mm. all. So it doesn't. Yeah. You don't even need the the bunk bed. You could just say the bunk. Who wasn't wasn't isn't bunkhouse Brown somebody? Bunkhouse? Am I making that up? Bunk, or is it? Is it, it's probably Funkhouse. I'm probably bunkhouse Brown. Is that something? There's a bunkhouse brawl. If that's where you're. There's a brick. There's a, a brick house Brown. I know brick house. There's, oh, there's a bunkhouse Buck. Yeah. Is that who you're referring buck. to? Yes. I don't know. Is that I might refer to somebody Jack Swagger in, Senior? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so his name is Bunkhouse. James yeah. Jimmy Golden is a third-generation American pro wrestler who was known as Bunkhouse Buck in World Championship Wrestling in the '90s, and he also appeared in 2010 as Jack Swagger Senior. <laughs> so, okay. Oh yeah, this came oh, from someone. Yeah, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> That's there great. you go. Wow. Oh, dude, he's from Buck Snort, Tennessee. That can't be real. That's what it says. And there's a picture of Bucksnort is a small, unincorporated community in Hickman County, Tennessee. That's a hell of a name for a place. Bucksnort. I like that. Bucksnort. 
From Bucksnort. I would rep that all day. I think our podcast. Yes, baby, Bucksnort all day. <laughs> our podcast should just be Googling things that we're interested in. I mean, that's essentially what it is, right? <laughs> Hold on a second. While I Google this thing, I haven't heard of. And also, I cannot tell you what we were just talking about. Like Bunk we're house. jumping. We're, no, but before that, because we're, we're jumping so much, I forget. I know, Have I know. we finished a conversation? No, <laughs> no. It's the nature of conversations. We're flying by the seat of our pants, which we is uh, that's how I want to fly. Yeah. By the seat. <laughs> by the seat. Oh, that that discussion of uh, etymology, nice. I think, is also very interesting. Yes. Just looking up words and, and meanings is uh, that intrigues me. Maybe not anyone else, but I'm into that. No, I'm into that. Do you ever worry about just running out of things to offer the world? Like you're just done. You've you've exhausted your your mental capabilities. You're done with all the things you can do. Surely there's a point where you just you got nothing else to give. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't. No. So. I don't why do you want to keep doing this? Why do you want to keep going? Do we need to have a real conversation about something? Uh, that's what I feel like today. Maybe it's maybe <laughs> maybe it's done. Maybe that's it, and that's okay. You know, maybe you've given all you can give. Yeah. And now and you just see. Now they put you on the uh, on the farm. You know, they said, you know, what you do with the old dogs? You you take them. To, I don't know that was a thing, but uh, our old yeller is going to Grandpa's farm. He lives out the rest of his days on the farm. Maybe that's where I need to go. Just let me live out the rest of my days on on the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, have, you certainly have things to do. There's a lot of stuff to do on the farm. Talk I mean, about I can do things on the farm. This is going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> Why would this get cut? <laughs> Talking about living on a farm. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Talking about oh, how you commit suicide. No. No. That's what happens to Old Yeller. Whoa. Whoa. Old Yeller didn't commit suicide. <laughs> It's what you're you talking by, about by willingly going to the farm. What do you Old doing? Yeller didn't No, no, no. Old Yeller just went out. It's like a real retirement home. He had nothing else yeah. to give to the family. So they and took they, him to the farm. And I don't think this was Old Yeller, because I don't remember Old Yeller's story. But I'm just saying, any dog <laughs> where he went to grandpa's farm, his days, he had his his days of frolicking and being useful and playing with kids, they were over. So they put him on the farm and that's, he lived out the rest of his days. That's not what that's that means, what e. about. I don't know who lied to you, but that's not what that phrase means. That's what it means to me. That's what it means to me. <laughs> that's you can, you can still have fun on the farm. You can still interact. I mean, just because you're on the farm doesn't mean the dog is, you can't, you can't be pet anymore. You know, the kids right. can't go around them anymore. You, you live, you, well, Charlie you wrote to grandpa. me that old yeller was shot, and I get it. I'm not talking about old yeller per se. Let's call him Spike. Let's call him Spike. I was just using any far fluffy. I'm just using any dog name, just the dog. Any dog in general. You know how oftentimes you'd say, oh, we would take the dog to grandpa's farm. How often you'd say I, I, First of all, I've never heard anybody say that. That was a thing back in the 70s and 60s. And when I, <laughs> yesteryear, that was definitely a thing where they would take the dog to the farm. And when That's I, what it meant. And when that, that meant that you're not going to see the dog anymore. Because right, that was on the, the nice, farm, right? Yeah. He's not on the farm, right? The dog, is not, days, happy? The, the dog is on a different farm. A farm yes. that, is, that is not on our plane. Oh, did they take him to space? Is there a, a farm on the moon? Is do that what need, you're talking about? Do we need to have another conversation, E? Do we need to have one? one <laughs> no, no, no. Because um, <laughs> we, we, we want to break this to you easy. No, I think I understand. Yeah, there's a, there's a grandpa's farm, and that dog just frolicked and frolicked and frolicked. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. Right. Yes, he did. That's how I understand it, and that's how I always understand it. No one can tell me different. <laughs> okay. So that's, and also you're still, even though I see what you're going for, still. You th- you trying to tell me that old Fluffy got got the family Luger 
And, and no, <laughs> what I'm saying is that you know the scenario and you're willingly walking into it. That's what I'm saying. The dogs did not know. If you know what the dogs went through and you're making the comparison, then you're walking into it. That's, is that not what you're saying? I didn't say I need to take myself to the farm. I said, maybe someone needs to collect me and take me to the farm. I don't know. It's maybe I got nothing else. Okay. It's All not right. the same okay. thing. It's not, it's not, it's the, not same. the same thing. I'm saying if I have no more use, if I have nothing else to offer, then maybe someone just needs to say, hey, you're going to old Grampy's farm. Enjoy. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. That's all. Think, I, and you I mean, have to demonize my choices, my life choices. Do you, you're trying to say, like, you know, never mind. I was going to say get into something, but I don't It's all. Yeah, yeah. It's like tomorrow. the only way you can go is down, E. We, we no, 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 no. I can go up. <laughs> he's, he's down there. I can go up. You can't, you can't stop me from going up. You can't stop me. <laughs> I will not run. <laughs> you're not my PE teacher. <laughs> we, we were invoking you last night when we spun AJ around. We were. Why were you invoking me? Because of your your runum, your coach speech, or the, oh. uh, the the high school PE teacher. When he spun around, but he wasn't running. Yeah, but we were he running. Said, Gym he said, class, run him, but we ran him. Oh, okay, we, respect. We, we thought about it because of because of you. So paying respect. homage. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, with the, uh, since Woods deleted the video, we don't have any uh, video evidence of what happened anyway when you made that speech anyway. So I, know, it's I definitely can, still on YouTube. It's, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's one of our highest uh, watched videos. On a pirate? Did, did somebody did somebody pirate the? Uh, no. Video? no, no, it brought me a lot of pleasure okay. to, yeah. to be. We didn't have to use uTorrent or anything. It's just, it's just there on YouTube, right? Yeah. Not if I can help it. That's fair. Did you? <laughs> did you? <laughs> <an> e- <laughs> what? You're an evil genius. <laughs> but you like didn't want to commit. <laughs> not, not if I can <laughs> help it. Uh, yeah, you I, kind I, of petered out you, there. You can't, you can't fight the algorithm. You know that. I realize <laughs> that as I was saying that you can't fight the algorithm. You can't. Just conform. Concede right. to the algorithm. Right. Did we talk about the fact that I always thought gym class was, was I think I feel, I feel like I discussed this. It's kind of oddly placed in the middle of the day. Very. Yes. Cause then you're all right. nasty. I, and I would, boy, I would sweat. Yeah. Boy, I'd be filthy. But you would have deodorant, right? The, to, to put on over it. They didn't give you much time to shower. There wasn't much showering time. You had like five minutes and you had to take a, a quick bath. You know what they call that kind of bath uh, right. as a what term. Did, say it. No, I'm not going to say it because we can't say any of that nonsense (laughs) on this podcast. But anyways, they didn't really offer you much time to get clean and to get right. So I think it it added to probably a lot of my anxiety in school, knowing that I was foul and filthy. And is that why you elementary school, right? Like you guys have, you didn't have showers in your elementary school, right? Definitely not. Yeah. It's kind of gross when you think about it. Yeah. But all all elementary school age kids, I feel like are funky. (laughs) Any kid, any kid like... (laughs) <laughs> 10 and under is foul. It most probably have boogers in their nose or too much wax or something, something, their hygiene. You don't really get your hygiene right until middle school, I think. Yeah. And even then, but yeah, all of them, all of them are filthy. To some, even if you, walking into a school, damn, these funky ass kids. <laughs> even if you can't smell them, even if they smell all right, or, you know, there's some, something is amiss. Something is about to go wrong. Something is about to come out of a pore or an orifice or something. It's, there's something. There's something coming. I can tell you that right now. I can assure you that. Yeah. So, I don't, so I don't think it worries you too much in elementary school because you're going to be funky either way. Everybody's in the same boat, you know? Just yeah, funky I mean, kids. But there's a lot of kids who haven't, like, uh, you know, like, matured, right? So you don't, like, have the, uh, like, I guess the, the pheromones the or whatever. sweat glands and stuff. The sweat yeah. glands, you know? Funkiness. Or maybe it's, like, everybody's just used to the, the funk. 
Right. Parliament, parliament. True. Mid- middle school is definitely worse for middle the school mm-hmm. when the hormones hit. Up. Do you yeah. remember when you started first being like musty the first time that you were? Do you remember I that? I don't remember. Uh, but I do remember once my aunt, when I went to visit her, I remember I overheard her on the phone talking to my mom about how musty I was. <laughs> not even, not even when I, not even, how, not even how musty I was, but how musty I left the room. Oh like my I, god! I left the room, and Man. she peeked in, and it evidently was so musty that she needed to dial the phone and call down to Florida to report on my mustiness. That's apparently, that's apparently how bad it was. Wow. <laughs> but look, you know, those teenage years, man, all kinds of things. Yeah, Puberty I, is rough, dude. Man, I remember my mom saying the same thing to me. Uh, so my brother and I shared a room. We're seven years apart. But the, the funk and must came from me because I was there. He wasn't, you know, and she'd come in. Hmm. This room has a musty smell. It's a musty smell. I was like, what? What? I didn't even know what musty meant, you know, because when you're that young, you can't even smell it, right? You don't know. But then when you become, you know, akin to it, it's, whew, yeah, you got it. You, 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 you either do something about it or you don't, because there are some people that don't, and, you know, to each their own, but. You know, that's the the, the crossroads no. real. In no, those. no, because once you come up here funky, we got a problem. Not to eat the road. If you want to, if you want different food than me, dope. You want to have a different car, dope. If you want to be steak, no, get out. No, sometimes you can't even do anything when you're, you know, 14, 15. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, as a as an adult, as an adult. Oh yeah, as an adult, you got to yeah. take care of your business. But yeah. when you're 14, 50, 15, I feel like it didn't even matter if I showered or not. I mean, of course, I would wow. shower, but. You would still, it didn't take long to release some kind of whatever it was. Whatever it was cooking in my body, yeah. it couldn't, my body couldn't contain it. Mm-hmm. The, the, that stew was, was going <laughs> elsewhere. You think a shower gonna stop me? Yeah. <laughs> but do, you know, right, do you know how embarrassing it is to overhear a family member call another family member who was your parent tell you about how musty you left their room? Who is she talking about? That's de- de- decades later, and I still remember it. That's, that's, that's such an effect. That hurts so bad. She couldn't talk to you. She had to go tattle. I got to call him. She smells right. so bad. I got to call him. She walk in the room. What's, what's, what's that smell? He's the only one who's been in here. I, I got to call his mom. Oh, my God. And the fact that she called her instantly, she went, oh, go, go. Pick up the phone. Hey, it's real, though. It is real. Oh, my God. Very real. Oh, my God. Damn. And it'll it'll seep into stuff now. It'll seep into... <laughs> you try to wash it, but I sometimes I swear it'll seep into the walls, too, especially that age, man. I'm telling you, whether... It's sweat, it's hormones, it's bodily fluids. There's it's a lot of different things going on. A lot of different things going on just cooking in a teenage boy's body. It's so, rough. So going back to the initial conversation about you purposefully uh, not <laughs> avoiding yes. or purposefully uh, avoiding deodorant, uh, did, did this phone call have no effect or what? When did you know, I say I purposely no, he, avoided deodorant? So I, I oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. You did, you did have the deodorant. Yes. Uh, but being funky in your own house now, 
That's different. Adult adult must is different than teenage must. This must this must can be gone in ten minutes. I can go upstairs, take a shower, and I'm good. It's different, man. It's a different kind of must when you're 13, 14. I feel like right now, what's his name on uh Peanuts? Uh pig pin. You just, you just got the the smell the waves fly. coming off you, and you just fine with man. it. You just good, and just basking in it. Nah, nah, this is different. It's, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is my own. No, 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 no. It's not the whole room. It's just me right here in my space. It's just me, it's me in my space. It's just for me. It's I just could for get me. rid of this in ten minutes if I wanted to. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'll go up and saw right now. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. No. Nah, I'm all right. Though. I'm grown. It's my free will. I can be. I can be musty <laughs> if I want to. I ain't to. I can be musty if I want to. Well, sometimes. <laughs> You also want to see how 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 bad can it get? Like how long can you go? No, yes. no, hey. no. Yeah, I'm I'm still brushing my teeth regularly, as as often as I want, washing my face regularly. But you know, I'm just letting the rest of the body uh, air out for a few that's, days. That's the I'm thing, intrigued. though, with the with the armpits. Like, hmm, it's I'm, I'm not I don't like it, but okay. But the the undercarriage, dude. What's wrong? Just, so you're you gotta, you're you're too used to living with people. <laughs> no, I'm used to having a nose, dude. That's the deal. I've like, never I've never had a very good sense of smell, so it doesn't. Oh, okay. You know, it's not like it's. I don't constantly think of it. A lot of times, I don't even really cross my mind. And this is very very rare. Like I said, it's only yeah. when I'm working out. I'm showering all the time. But now that I'm taking a few days off, I just want to see what happens. You kind of aromas, yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. New aromas. Right. It's like, a, it's like a slow cooker. Exactly. Now you get it. You want to see what your body can do. Oh, he's making a gumbo. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's a little stew. Just a little stew. That's it. God forbid. Oh, my God. God forbid. I really wanted to get into that reincarnation debate, but there are certain things. That's the problem with... Uh, you know, the parameters that we have here is you don't really want to upset people. That, between that and, uh, you know, aquariums or zoos, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that I'd like to, it's, it could be a little bit controversial, though, especially yeah. if you're talking about veganism and eating meat and whatnot. So I was like, let's maybe just a very surface level skim over such things. Maybe we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't, because again, like we always say, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no. All we know how to do is bump. We just bump boys. Just what bump did you call boys. it? Bump boys. It was bump boy. Okay. Yeah, bump that's boy. what they wanted you to be. Right. That it was, was because boy. it might be bump boy. That's bump what it was. Yeah, that's that's what. B W O Y. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why? Right. Why? Why? Yeah. That's we could talk all day about being bump boys and bumping yeah. techniques. You're not the young whippersnapper you used to be. Yeah. Remember how resilient you used to be? Oh, I used to be so resilient. Max <laughs> resiliency. I would so you want to tell me about the morning drills? Who told me? Yeah. Yeah, I but guess. We, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. So we would do these drills to start off class in the morning at, at 8 a.m. where we'd all get in a circle. Uh and we'd do like front rolls. So uh just you know, both sides roll around. And then you like run the ropes back and forth, and then you fall down in the middle of the ring, you take a bump. Um I would sometimes I would take bumps for everybody. So they wouldn't have to take bumps. So I would take like 10 bumps in the morning. And so people wouldn't have to bump. I was just super excited to be there and just happy, happy, whatever. I, I, my body can do this forever. And then, then I learned, no, no, no. We are much like, <laughs> much like baseball bats. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't know how many we got, but we got a certain amount. <laughs> well, Dr. Tom used to call it your bump card. 
Yes. He said, you only have so many bumps. So it's like a pretty much like a punch card, he would say. And he would say, you only have so many bumps in you and you don't want to fill up your bump card uh, for no reason. But yeah, that's the thing he would say. But that was that's kind of that's what you do when you're in FCW, when you're in developmentals. You take a lot of bumps. And uh, yeah, so wow. you, you probably filled it up too much when you were young and spry. When your hairline was looking right, you know what I mean? Whoa. You know what? We talk, we talk about wow. this. And I feel I feel like I went back Why? and looked at pictures because I was upset about it. And my hairline has always been like this. Sure. My forehead yeah. is just huge. Sure, it has. Yeah. Go look You're at right. a picture. Go look at a picture of me years ago. I'm going to look up a picture right now. <laughs> Do it. The consequences days. The it's consequences. okay to say. I never wore nervous. my hair like this until I was in WWE. So, bam. And? So, so that's the only the time early, that you would. Yeah, You're trying to tell me that your hairline looks the same as it did then. No. At the first, the first time I pulled my hair back, yes. So, no, no, no. I mean, from like when you were 20-something. When was the first time you pulled your hair back? Well, when I was, when we, were, we started New Day. That was the first time that I'd seen my hairline for real in like years because I just always wore my hair down. That's so I have no clue where my hairline was until that day. Man, you knew. You knew, bro. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea where it was then. But when, when I pulled my hair back, as far as like looking in the mirror, because I never would like pull it back into a ponytail because it wouldn't stay in a, in a hair tie. And so it wasn't until we started doing New Day stuff and I was like, oh, I need some sort of like different look at least. And I realized I could put my hair in a ponytail. And so when I pulled my hair back then, that's when the first time I realized that I could do it. And so that was, I don't know, a few months before we did those vignettes. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was it was when we started being on the road on house shows with it. Hey, man, look, uh, every everybody's hairline's got to go. Okay, this this story about uh, not knowing where your hairline was until you you got here, and mm -hmm. you know you ain't. It's just us, you know. You don't have to, you don't have to make up this story for you. Ain't got to make up this story for us. Was I'm not saying that it, that it hasn't moved. I'm saying from the time that it has been shown. It's in the same spot. Hey, look, From 2014. Yes. I guarantee you. Go look. Carolines, it does the moonwalk. You know, Go look. It's, it's just Go it's, look. It's going back and it's fine. It happens to all of us. We talked about this. Go we look. We don't, have to, we, don't have to, we don't have to do all this. <laughs> just go look. I'm telling you. I'm sure, know, it, I'm sure, I'm sure it used to be. Oh, maybe, I'm sure it used to be inches forward, but I never wore my hair back then. Right, so when I pull friend. my hair back. Dan Bam. Record has sent a sent a let's pick go. here. The problem is, and it's not. Let's go. We can't really see it's, it because you can't tell. That's right. you can that's see, but you can see that's yeah, your hair is not hanging over the hairline. The the barber lines you up right there. What what I'm saying is, from the time that my hairline was relevant, it's been in the same spot. <laughs> yeah. Your hairline was relevant. Your, your hairline yeah. got over. <laughs> so no, in the in the sense of so, see how my hair is here. I just had the the, the afro puff. I never wore my hair differently. Until I was with you guys. And that's the first time that we were like, okay, there's this hairline. So other than that, nobody had ever seen it. So from that time right on, from, I'm saying from that time to now, my hairline's in the same spot. From this had, picture, no, that's years ago. Of course, I had you seen it. Spot. You've seen your hairline before then, though. No, I'd only pulled my hair back to go <laughs> do wrestling stuff. You're telling me you had never seen your hairline <laughs> in life? Until uh, no, no, not in life. Come not on, in life. Come no. on, Woods. Just stop I didn't hear, this. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear in life. God, no. Stop this, bro. Stop. <laughs> I'm saying, stop. of course, in this picture, my hairline's in a different spot. From the time that y'all would have been able to see, okay. Look, but I'm, but I'm saying you know what your hairline was before I know. 2014. Okay. 100. And yeah. does it? Is it the same? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted. That's, I don't want to hear I, all these qualifiers yeah, about. That's all I was saying. <laughs> I get it's it, but I was saying something different. 
And you're saying that you guys have been watching my hairline creep back. And my point was, no, that. you haven't. Nobody said, I didn't say that. I watched it creep back. I'm just saying it's not what it once was. Nobody like said that. Nobody said that. Y'all try to act Nobody's... like mine is leaving the plane. <laughs> I said no, we're all on the, the same, same page. Spot. We're all on the same page. <laughs> we got, it's all, it's forehead now out there. Yeah. You mine know? It's bigger, but. It happens to us. No and that's like being gray does not bother me. <laughs> my my joint being in the in the middle of my head, <laughs> that's what I fear. <laughs> because grace grace is nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> having the coolio when I'm 35, that's what I don't need in my life. That's what I don't want. Would you hold it? Would you hold on to it? I think I so. Oh no, let yeah, it go. I think so. No, I think so. Come on, E, let it go. I just want to see her. If I don't have a full head, if, I, if, if my hairline, you know, stays here and I can do this, cool. But if I can just rock the stink meter. The, the stink meter <laughs> is fine if you're in your, even if you get to your like 50s, that's fine. But you can't rock that at 35. Can't no, I'm talking, I'm talking about in my 70s. Well, what, if you, to, what if you had it now? Well, would you let it go? I, no, because that'd be hilarious on TV for at least a few months. If you, had, if you had the horseshoe pattern at the bro, bro, that's that's that that's the little kid haircut thing. Yeah. What if you just, what if you just cut it that way? Just I for one, not, I can't. one show. What do you mean for and one show? This this took me. I've been growing this since I was fourteen. E. So it won't grow back quickly. Is that what you're trying to say? Quickly, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> take me years. You could wear some kind of. They have they have um, wigs for men, and not yeah. even like long haired wigs, but. So you can get a little a flat top. Those are kind of cool. When you see those videos, they're like, oh, it looks like a normal dude with a good yeah. set of hair. And then they he unpeels his, his fake hairline, right? That, that could be you. No, I don't want that to be me. Well, why not? It's because I enjoy I enjoy what I what I got right now. Okay. Oh, actually, speaking of, <laughs> did, you, did you see the picture of some uh, woman took a picture with uh, Childish Gambino, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Yes. Glover, and people were ragging this man for his hairline. Not that it was even that why? far back. I will have no slander. Somebody I will have no Gambino yeah. slander. It wasn't Somebody straight. Sent me the same thing. Yeah. It was. It was weirdly like it was jagged. You had a jagged. But leave the man alone. Jagged. Yeah. Let him be. This is. This happens to all of us, and you. You don't ridicule us for it. Yeah. You know. That's. That's the problem I have. You know. Like this is. It's coming. It is coming. The. The recession is coming. The hairline recession is coming for all of us. For all of us males. You know. It's not funny. It's just. It is what it is. I need people to leave him alone. He is a musical, uh, artiste. A comedy writer. My God, the skill that this man has. Did you find the picture I was referencing? No, I can't find right. it. I don't I need to see it. Someone, someone. <laughs> I don't need to see the slander. For what? I'm going to find it for you. For what? I'm going to find it for you. I'm going to send it in the chat. But it's just, I feel like we always come back to this because it's, you know, it's one of the biggest fears of, of uh, men. Uh, there's a show called Men of a Certain Age, and I feel like hmm. that's kind of us now. We're, yeah. we're men of a certain age. It happens quick, man. I was youthful. I was young. And then very quickly, 35, bro. 35 changes your... See, Kofi's smiling hey, now. Just, I'm, just I'm, I'm from loving it. I'm loving this. I'm and loving you this. A, you, you're I a real told, sickness. Hey, I you enjoy you. this too much. Guys, This is, we, we've all been in the same, uh, you know, group uh, for, since 30, you know, like age-wise and, you know, hereditary uh, baldness-wise, all of the, the, you know, fears that we have about getting old. Once you pass 30 in one second, it's all the same. It's all the same. You know, so to hear you say this, it like it really warms my heart because I knew I knew you would come around and y'all tried to clown me. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of times y'all tried to clown me. But then look, at, and you just said us. 
Look at us. We are men of age. That is us right now. You're talking about all three of us. In yeah, this. but there's subcategories under and this also, category. Also, I'm, I'm, 34. I'm 34. Also, I so round it up for you, and I'm gonna round up on Kof too because he's, <laughs> he's about to be 40. So hey. once you hit once you hit 40, you're in a different category than us. Nah, bro. So don't don't talk same. to us like. 30, 40, 70. It's the same. Bro. 70? He said 30, 40, 70. It's the same. In what regards is it the same? It's all that the you're same. alive. Who cares? I mean, who at cares? At 35, you could still, if you hooped, if you had some skills hooping, if you hooped, hooped at the rep league, you could still do that at 35 at a fairly high level, I'm sure. Can't at relate. 70, you're trying to tell me it's the same thing? It's not the same thing. Can't relate. I couldn't hoop when I was 17. So. <laughs> this, 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 this reference is over my head. I can't relate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what if people play racquetball then? Whatever you can. Racquetballs. So no, no, racquetball actually doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, that's true. A lot you of see a lot of old racquetball. dudes in I there. Did, I did pick up racquetball uh, a few years ago. Like I was playing in the summer league at LA Fitness, and there was this older gentleman. He had to be in his 80s. I'm not sure exactly, but he would always just kind of sit and watch everybody play. And I was like, hey, I want to play against like, whatever his name was. And they're like, no, you don't want to do that. And I'm <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, like 17. I'm like, whatever, come on. And so he's like, you don't want to do this kid. I'm like, sir, like now I'm offended. Like, come on, let's, let's play. And I'd been playing for like two months. So I thought I was like, you know, hot stuff. This man took, in the, in the course of this game, took maybe three steps. I was dripping sweat, running all over the room. <laughs> he was obliterating me while standing still. So old people in racquetball. All right, I, I chose the wrong sport. But you know what I was thinking? Of? I was thinking about like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to just join a little rec league at the local gym. But I thought, man, I can't really do anything well no. um, physically. Except for, and even like that is questionable with, with pro wrestling, with our jobs. But what if, what if you could have a rec league uh, pro wrestling? You know, just have a ring set up in oh the back God. of the gym. And it's like, hey, hey you want to run one real quick? Yeah, I'll run a match with you real quick. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, circle up. Just, uh, <laughs> right. Warmed up, but uh, let's circle up. <laughs> hey, two, two people running in the middle of the, the match. Like, hey, you guys want to tag up? Tag up? Yeah, yeah. go him. I'll go, yeah, big face, big face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't you do that? You guys, it's, like, it's, like, it's like entering a pool game, solid stripes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, and that's a great way for fitness and whatnot. Maybe that's something we start. You know, little little rec leagues around the country. It's like exercise, wow. but pro wrestling. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, one, two, and bump. Uh, 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 and bump. Uh, 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 and bump. Leapfrog and drop down, headlock, tackle, get it again. <laughs> this might this might be the job. I'm telling you, right? This might be the job. Hey, we are instructors. The new dates and you, D A Y, get it. Uh, so we're here to teach you guys a little bit about wrestling and how to have some fun getting fit. That's the whole infomercial, dude. Why couldn't you? Bruh. No one, no one who's listening to this, no one steal that. No one steal that. So we're working on it. TM. I put a TM on the end of it, so it's ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's something to that. So, and and everyone can do it, whether you're young or you're old at different levels. If you don't want, to, if you're too old to take a lot of bumps, you know what I mean. You can just work on your arm ringers. Oh little, yes. little, little chain wrestling. Yeah. Get a good sweating. Wow. Everybody can drop down too. Everybody can drop down. Just hit a bunch of drop downs. It's for all skill levels, bruh. This is actually an incredible idea because if you're if you're like okay, let's say you don't have a ring and you're let's say you're like nine years old, you have this. You just do it like in your home, but like as you, instead of taking a bump, you know, you sit down and then lay down and then get back up to your feet and stand up. And then the people that want to like learn how to wrestle, they take the bump when they do it. So we have the advanced courses. And yeah. like you just said, like the old people's courses, the young people's courses, the people who actually want to try wrestling and see if they want to pay for a wrestling school. Then we send them right to flatbacks. Breeze trains them up. Mm. And he's got a little feeder program for... 
Bro, oh, I, told you, I have one speed. I have one speed. You can drop <laughs> down and leapfrog from home. You could do yes. that from home. You, oh, yeah. can, you know what I mean? That's a great workout. Just dropping down and leapfrogging. Just building a legion of, of kids who can just have full chain wrestling matches. Because remember what? In Ring of Honor, they have like the pure wrestling title. Mm-hmm. So they, they wrestle. Like, just teach kids that. So then by the time they want to learn how to actually, like, run the ropes and bump and stuff, like, we got, we got an They're army. ready to go. They're ready to go. And they you all already, have our stamp. And you've already like half learned the business too. You know, the, the basics. So when it's time to go, start them young without mm. all the physical toll, no one ripping you off, you know, no, you know, dastardly trainers taking your money. Damn. We, we sell our little, our little tapes, our instructional tapes. We have our rec leagues around the country and you have to be certified by us to yeah, run our certified. program. Oh, there might be knockoffs, but there's a certification process mm-hmm. and we charge you out the wazoo. We take your money <laughs> so you can be certified. <laughs> and we get our little money-making scheme going. <laughs> we just need a catchy name. Get the name. We'll partner with an airline. So then different leagues, different rec leagues can Ooh. have bigger shows. Fly them in. And then you got the guys from Atlanta coming up to invade the guys in Chicago for a show. Oh, what's going on? The rec leagues popping off. Now people are coming to that, like YMCA or wherever we're doing them. Man. And then people are turning on different leagues, switching leagues. Yes. Yes. Uh, What? Oh, my God. And just like a pro sports scene, every every little town can have its uh, name, too. The Atlanta, I don't know, Bump Boys. Or so, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Atlanta Bump Boys. <laughs> right. ABBs. Yeah. ABB. There's something to it. There's something to that. So yeah, that, that might have some legs. It's going to have legs and arms. It's going to have something on it. Mm. Think on it. Think on it. You know, we'll, we'll get it off the ground. Marination. And I, uh, I love this. We'll go around the globe. Wow. This is great because we don't have to, you can, you can do it in all languages, like Muzzy. What is Muzzy? It was like a big monster they used to teach kids different languages. Oh. oh you remember know. this? Nope. Yeah. yeah. That, that was Muzzy. Yeah. It means like I am the girl or something. I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. but Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember the commercial. Yeah. It was like the same cartoon, but it just all the different languages, but it was like, you know, counting to 10, yeah. saying the alphabet or whatever it was. Hmm. I remember Mavis Beacon taught me to type. Oh, Ooh. remember Mavis Beacon? Yep. Teaches typing. Yeah. There's also Mario teaches typing. Yeah. Anyone know that? Mario teaches typing. Oh, you guys, is that is that a joke? No. Nope. Is that a real thing? Yeah. It's oh. a, so it's funny because one of my friends used to have it, and I'm going to order the uh, the disc from uh, Amazon and send him the disc, and he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And you put turn it on, and the first thing it says, Mario teaches typing. That's and, incredible. Why can't we teach great. something? Yeah. I want to teach something. We can. Yeah. Let's let's work on that. I'm watching a very loud ad right now on accident. I'm just saying well, I can let hear me it. skip it or turn it down. But it's this is press any key to continue. And DOSBox, yes, see. Let's see. Interplay Mario teaches typing. Never heard of it. Wow. It's there. This is I'm looking at the game. This is very weird. Yeah. You never heard of this? No. Wow. Yeah, welcome to Mario Teacher's Typing. Mario Teacher's Typing. It's just got the Super Mario World music. Yeah. Hell of a way to get kids to learn how to type. Yeah, if I knew that was a thing, I'd probably be into it as a, as a oh. young. Okay, okay. G-H-H-H-H. So, okay, so you're playing Mario as you're, like, typing. So you're jumping with the keyboard yeah. and stuff. Interesting. Now I can't turn it off. <laughs> okay. Hot damn. Well, I think uh, I think we might be onto something. 
I like the idea of uh, wrestling for fitness, you know? Do we, yeah. do we let the people try to come up with a name for us and then we can vote on one next episode? As, as long as we don't have to pay them or no, 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 no. Yeah. give them any kind sign, of royalty. They got to sign something. If you give us this idea, we're just taking it. You're not getting anything from it. Right. So, right. so know, not, that, know, know that. Right. Not even recognition, honestly. <laughs> In fact, we'll probably, we'll, we'll block you actually afterwards. <laughs> just to make sure, you know, you can't contact us. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Congrats. Did I win? What an incredible name. <laughs> oh, this is the one. This is the one. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm yeah. into that. I'm into that. Well, yeah. So if you guys want to get blocked, give us names. Yeah. This. this well, thing I won't block you. It's a joke. No. I've actually never blocked anyone because I don't believe in blocking. Mm. For me personally, do what you want with your life. Yeah. But I don't. I don't do it. I block. I used to block sound my mute. Now mute's mute's much better I'll to mute. me. Mute's yeah. Mute. It's great because then everybody wins. Yeah, and then they don't have the satisfaction of knowing that yeah. they got to you. They just right. scream in the void. Right. I also really don't even mute that much. I'm not even, I'm on Twitter a lot, but it's all, I feel like over time, at least for me, I feel like I've built up a, a callous. I'm just callous to it. You know, you can only yeah. read something. No, to, to the to negative stuff, I suppose. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I mean, you know, and I know we're like running out of time, but people's need to like type, this is a, it's a popsicle stick. I Scrap, yeah. I don't is have it, any Q-tips right now. So you're putting it in your ear? Are you? Yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, I just put it in my ear and go, not like in the eardrum. Woods got on me uh, about doing this uh, yesterday. yesterday for, uh, I took, so a fork has four prongs. I ripped one of the prongs off and then I used a plastic fork. I'm not a savage. I wouldn't use But still, before. thank you. And I went in there and then kind of like scraped the edges. It feels a lot better than a Q-tip. No, we were sitting there talking. Like, and I noticed that he didn't have anything but the fork in his hand and he was digging in his ear. I said, no way. And I looked at the fork and saw when the prongs was missing. And then I had to ask him. And then he looked at me, like, he looked at, I asked him, I said, do you want me to get you a Q-tip? He said, for what? I'm, I'm just scratching on the outside. I'm not going in. I said, do you want a Q-tip? He said, no, this is, this is like more effective. It's better for, for scraping. And I just right. like, but he was telling it to me. Like I, like I was the weird one. Like how dare I like mess up his process. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for a long time. I mean, if I wanted a Q-tip, I'd have walked out there. I know where the Q-tips are. We got a lot of free Q-tips over at the makeup stand <laughs> on the way. I could have gone out there and got a Q-tip. I know what I'm doing. So this you're is- scratching on the surface of the ear or you're going into the No, no, the I'm, I'm, in, I'm in it, but I'm not like in the canal. I'm just like on the outskirts of before where the canal like begins. I'm worried about your eardrum. No, I'm not. I'm not even, I can't get it. I don't go in that far. Not even close, you know? I'm, yeah, I'm safety first, guys. I'm like, come on. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do any permanent damage. I mean, I, I know my limits. I'm not going to get in there and just start digging. Sometimes when you do that with the Q-tip, like you push the earwax in and you then have like a big wall of earwax in there. And then you, know, you have to get the earwax removed. So that's what I'd heard. And then uh, I explained to, to Doc that I, I dig all in there with Q-tips until it, there's nothing left. And he goes, you're probably packing in a ton of stuff. I was like, well, will you show me? So then I can go get it like cleaned out. And I looked at my ears. He said, I've got the cleanest ears he's ever seen. Wow. wow. Pristine. But, if, but also, it might be because I've got a different blood type than you, Kofi. Uh, well, that might be it too. <laughs> you, you got the earwax. <laughs> What's your blood type? Earwax. Earwax negative. <laughs> well, you're supposed to eat kale, hot dogs, and rocks. 
You're going to be jacked, dude. You're going to be jacked, man. <laughs> you got earwax butt type, boy. Is there like a neti pot for your ears? Is that possible? They have a... Uh, uh, I think it's like beeswax. So they're like these real long. Have you seen these? Like earwax removers that are like natural earwax removers? No. So, uh, they're like these long. I, I want to say they're made out of beeswax. And they're like as long as a, like maybe like a straw, but a lot like thicker, I guess. Or it says so ear candling. Ear, ear candling. Yeah. And then you light it and then it supposedly like sucks out the uh, earwax. I've never got it to work for myself. I've tried it because I've had problems with the uh, packed wax. But um, usually what works best for me is like those drops to soften it up. And then you use like the little uh, bulb with the water in it and then it all comes out. But yeah, they do have stuff like that that you can, you can get in there now, you know? <laughs> you didn't know. Uh, y'all be y'all been on these Q-tips this whole time. You know, there's a lot. It's a, it's, a, it's a big world out there. You guys have been in a box. I suggest you uh, do some exploration and try to discover some new methods. You might find out that you, you know. Good. You see it. Mine are, my ears are pristine. I feel like there are just all these things at, at 35 now that I have to like worry about, like getting my prostate checked and making sure <laughs> the hairs of my ears aren't are, are growing wildly. <laughs> Bruh, this, this getting old thing, it ain't it, man. I don't it's know. For the birds. It's, it's for, for the, the birds. birds, yes. Yeah. I, it's, it's funny to me because we say this. And there are people who are listening to this saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you baby boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you baby boys, just yet. wait, yeah. just wait. <laughs> and we still got this podcast and we're 75 and we're going, oh, getting old is finally getting to me. <laughs> oh, these weary bones. And then there'll be a 102 person year old. Yeah. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part about getting old is just telling people, Younger than you, that they have no idea what they're talking about. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They can't argue with you. No, you know. I mean, they can. I just well, I always hated that. Like, oh, I'm older than you, so I know what to, to tell. No, it doesn't mean that you no, have acquired more information just because you've been on this earth longer. But yeah, I think about the prostate exam is something that that does that that kind of worries me a little bit. It's important. You got to do it. Do you? I, you I would recommend it. it. I think it's smart to do it, but mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. When are you supposed to do that? I don't know. I just feel like 35 feels like the magic number of a lot of these things you're supposed to do once you hit 35. But I don't, I don't know the age. I'm going to assume it's 35. Just, yeah. I just don't, I don't want to be tooting my <laughs> up at the doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> Get it up! When, when he yells face down, ass up, I think I'm out of there. <laughs> I think I say, Doc, it's been real, but it's safe with me. Next! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get in there anyway. You gotta get in there anyway. It's important. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> dropping down and getting my eagle on at the doctor's office. That's yeah, not what I want to do. Just we'll let him know that when you get there, and he might have another technique. You know, you might not have Hopefully. to drop down. So yeah, you know, I might not, so. he might he might not have uh, pop lock and drop it turned on in the background. That would actually make it more. I'd be more into it if he could. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you just play some music, play some play some music, yeah, it'd be good. Okay. Right. Send the playlist in ahead of time. He'll make sure to have it on the radio when yeah. you come in. So. Right. It's gonna have like some a club scene going. Like hand you, hand you, hand you like the popcorn or something. Like, yeah, hey, you ready for this? Make you feel natural. Okay. <laughs> but wait, are you are you trying to suggest like he's gonna have you back it up on him or something? Is that no, no, no? I'm saying oh. that he's just loosening the vibe up. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay. In general, in general, yeah. scrub the ground. You get down there, and then you know, then it's done. Scrub Quick. the ground. You know, you Boom. just yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely there's got to be other techniques. I figured as soon as I, I think sure the first is. time I heard about this when I was maybe like ten or twelve. I don't know. I just assumed like 
I prayed, you know, by the time I'm that age, 20 years from now, hopefully y'all got some different techniques or some technologies other than just sticking a finger up there. Science has to advance. By the time I get to that age, I pray to God, y'all can take your flag cars. You can take whatever kind of technological advances you want. But please, God, my number one technological advance desire or what? Is some newfangled prostate exam that doesn't include a doc putting anything up my That's all I want. Please, sir. And all I can think of is, oh, please make sure. Just one more thing in the future. Close the pod. Shut the pod down. We've been doing this long enough. I'm not asking for it now. But when I get to be 35, I want some technological advancements on the prostate. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for rocking with us. You know our socials. You, you've, you've heard it every week. He's at True Kofi. Uh, Woods is Austin Creed wins. I'm at WWE Biggie. If you and it's could been just real. make sure there's one last favor. We out. Cut it, Sean. We're done. That's what happened. He fainted before he could finish the prayer. That's what happened. <laughs> you can find the podcast shirt on the Up Down Down shop. I don't you ask for much. You know, hit U U D D. Look at all the stuff they're doing. It's real cool. Just make sure you're still working on the technological <laughs> watch laser wolf <laughs> season one is on hbo max i just checked yesterday oh um, i know some people are hurting i know some things are real bad i know this terrible planet is war stricken horrible things happen everywhere things. if you could do one thing for your body said we out it would be this <laughs> Respect the clothes. <laughs> Respect the clothes. The show's oh. been closed. <laughs> the show's closed. The show's closed. The show. Oh, God. It's closed. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> stop. Stop listening. Stop. Stop talking. It's over. <laughs> It's I'm done. Gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. Oh God, my throat go, is hurting close so the show. much. My throat is hurting. Then go throw up. <laughs>